0: Hello, this is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor. Listen, I have been reading a lot from you people <laughs> and from myself also, who have all oh, made comments on Twitter and Facebook and everything of what they would do if they were Elon, uh, Elon Musk and if they bought Twitter. Okay, what they think that, well, what we think should happen if you bought Twitter, okay? And, of course, a lot of you have been kicked off with Twitter. I even got kicked off for a week on Twitter because of comments I made about COVID. But it's it's happened, so there's some things that happened within our past experiences with Twitter that we're kind of pissed off about. However, so let's you and I think about this just a little bit. Okay, we just bought Twitter. Okay, we're kind of pissed off, but we just bought Twitter, but we have to run it like a business. So we have to put our personal emotions and frustrations and ah, deep breaths to the side. And now we have to decide what are we going to do with this company? So if I... Had bought in Twitter, this is what I would be, be doing right now. Of course, I want to look at the financials. So I would have a meeting with uh, the CFO, and I would sit down, and we would go over the numbers. And it might take a week, it might take a month, but I would go over the numbers. I would put a halt on everything that's being done currently within Twitter, just to kind of get a formalization in my mind of what everything's costing. And then I'm going to look at the projects that are being funded by, by the uh, accounting department and say exactly, okay, let's hear about these projects, projects that we're doing. What is it going to cost us and what is the revenue generation and how fast it's going to be paid off? So those are the first things that I would do. And I really want to know if there's any legal legal issues that are outstanding out there that I probably should know about that's going to cost me some bucks. Okay, so I'm going to want to know all about that. I'm, I'm going to turn that over to my legal team and I'm going to start formalizing what we need to really be projecting in our financials as it relates to ongoing projects and ongoing operating expenses in the company. And I would bring in a team, and I would say, okay, look at the financials and scrub them. I believe in scrubbing numbers. And that's what we would, would do is begin to scrub the company's numbers and seeing exactly what issues are going to come up, okay? And that should be independent. And it doesn't have to be a big CPA firm. It doesn't need to be that. It needs to be like a CFO-type individual that works on a contract basis that, that can go in and kind of kind of clean up what's going on. Then we have HR. Now we've got some senior executives there, and then we have all the employees underneath those senior executives. So there needs to be an independent look at the executives where they stand at the moment. What's their backgrounds, what they've done, um, how they feel about the current situation with with uh, Elon Musk taking it over. The, all those questions need to be asked. now. Some of those guys are going to be wimpy and they're going to leave. Well I'm not going to be subject to this. Well yeah, because we're going to go through the interview process of knowing exactly where these individuals stand. And then the other issue is I would issue a, a, a statement to all employees that's coming from the HR department that says everybody has to submit their resume and job application, Within one week. Because you all are going to be interviewed for the positions that you currently hold. And you may or may not fit what we're looking for at the moment in Twitter. And once again, that's going to weed out the week. But the individuals who really believe in Twitter and they really want to stay there and work under Musk... They're going to uh, submit their job applications. Then you can go through the step-by-step process of what they're doing, of what uh, their capabilities are, what their backgrounds have been, what their accomplishments have been within Twitter and elsewhere. And you can really get a good understanding of who should be there and who should not be there. Within a lot of companies, you will find that there are individuals who are hired that really should not be there. They should not be there. And the reason why they shouldn't be there is because they got in there because of somebody knew somebody. But they didn't have the background. They didn't have the expertise to really do the job that they're doing. But they're there because they knew somebody. And that happens in every company. You can't do that. So that kind of weeds out those types of individuals. Then there are individuals who are literally, literally should not be there because of attitude and management style. There are people like that in every company. So this is a good time that HR and, and uh, Musk can sit down and weed out the good from the bad and keep the good, keep the talented, keep the people who really want to add something into their into Twitter. And then we have to look at, okay, what are the ongoing policies that drive the algorithm? That's the biggest question on everybody's mind. What's in the algorithm that should not be there? And then it has to be redesigned. It has to be thought through. I liked what Musk did. That in order to be neutral, Twitter has to make people mad on the left, and they have to make make people mad on the right. I agree with that because in that company, Twitter is a communications company that allows people to go to a place where they can express their opinions, express their views, make their complaints. That's what it's there for. And that's why I go there. And that's why this podcast will be there. Because I want to express my opinion. But there has to be some rules. Now the the European Union, they've smacked him yesterday, Musk yesterday, saying, "No, you got to obey by our rules. Well, you know what? This is a corporation, and we really don't have to go by EU rules because EU rules may be not with company policy. It may not be with this neutrality that we're trying to get to. So there's going to have to be some negotiations there. Then there's all of the issues of how secure is Twitter. And that should be looked at very carefully. Who is getting into Twitter? Are there any hate groups out there like the Nazis and the Black Lives Matter and all these other groups out there that are trying to spread hate and then, again, we have to be careful because then we're talking about neutrality. But hate is a special topic that we have to address because it affects other people. It, 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 uh, hate speech defiles other people. It, it makes other people, uh, well, it's, it's, a, it's a threat. And we have to look at those threats. But we have to look at it In a way that it does not take away from freedom of speech. And that people can use it against other people who they don't agree with. And that's what has happened in Twitter. If they did not agree with you, you automatically became a threat to them. Well, we can no longer do that. We have to, Twitter has to remain neutral. I may not you may like oranges, and I might not like oranges. And just because you like oranges, you try to get me banned. Doesn't doesn't cut it anymore. Or speaking out against COVID doesn't cut it anymore. Speaking out against against the administration and immigration policy and everything else doesn't cut it cut it anymore. That speech is based upon a political view, and. A political opinion, and personal opinion, and you have to put all of that together and make sure that it's neutral and that it's fair to everyone so that they have the ability to express their opinions at any given time without threatening somebody else. That is the key word threat. And hate. Two key words. Hate and threat. Or hateful threats. I guess we could say it that way, Right? So, the buyer of Twitter has a whole bunch of things that he's got to got to look at, especially the technology. What other options are they gonna provide Twitter users? Are they gonna be able to sell products there are they are they are they well they probably already are. I don't really pay attention to that I tell you i I stopped following all of the news sources a long time ago, probably about three years ago. I stopped completely following the news sources. And so what I see is is sprinklers in Twitter and Facebook and everything else about issues. And then I go to the source of who made that statement. If it's a senator or a congressman or a member of business, I go to the original statement and I look at that. Because I have found that The rehashing of what happens in the newspaper sometimes is not 100% correct, and we all know that, and that happens, and that's what has happened on Twitter too. And there's a lot of misinformation out there, but if you're smart enough, and if you're bright enough, you're not just going to jump at every single thing that pops up. You're literally going to say, "Look, let me look into that and do something. So anyway, I got it off my chest. I've told you what I would do. If I owned Twitter, if I had the billions and billions of dollars, that's what I would do. And I think all of you probably have the same situation, right? In your mind, if I bought Twitter, if I bought Facebook, or if I bought GM or something, you all have these ideas of what you would do. And it's really a creative process. I don't know if you've ever gone through a merger and acquisition but there's a whole bunch of things that you have to do, especially I as a point guy who has to go out to all of the various offices and explain what the new rules are of how we're going to operate this company and listening to the individuals that are in those offices and how what they have to deal with every single day. So there's a whole bunch of things that you've got to do, and it's a great fun to sit back, have a cup of coffee, and think, if I was... Elon Musk, what would I do? Hey, this is the end of this podcast. <laughs> I'm done fantasizing. So if you want to read my blogs that I write every single day and publish every every single day, go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Michael Lodge. Hopefully you'll support me there while you're there. And if you want to know more about me and what I do, go to www.lodge-co.com and you'll know Everything that I do there. I'm just a one-man operation, doing a one-man show, offering one-man business advisory work and also business mediation. That's it for the day. I hope everybody goes out and has a great day. I'm watching these squirrels in my garden right at this very moment, sniffing around my squash bushes. I'm going to have to go out and yell at some squirrels. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. God bless.